Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of My Darkest Hour. I'm your host, Stefan Brigatti, and thank you for joining me tonight on this wonderful evening. If you guys are out there investigating, and I hope you are, uh, well, I kind of don't hope you are, because if you were, then you wouldn't listen to the podcast. So uh, why don't you take a break from your investigation, go sit in your car, and then listen to this broadcast, and then go back and finish that investigation, because I know you can do it. Very proud of you, by the way. Thanks for, uh, for those of you who follow me on the University of Magicus classes, it is our virtual Hogwarts. Um, lots of us teachers out there, things are really getting uh, expanding for the school. We have uh, new teachers, new programs coming in. If you want to know anything about the paranormal or study anything of a spiritualist movement, uh, astrology, card reading, Reiki healing, uh, we have it all there. There's there's so many great teachers. Of course, you guys know Patty, Patty Negri, who I work with quite a bit. She is one of the head teachers there. Uh, that's pretty much how I got involved. Uh, Father Sebastian also has a great class on vampires and New World of the Vampire Society. Uh, of course, Richard Lale, um, just it goes on and on and on. Um, so if you go there, go to universitymagicus.com, check it out, see what you like, hit us up. You know, you can either join the classes there or you can sign up and take private classes with us and ask us anything you want to. We will help you with those courses and get you the right information that you are looking for. So anyway, moving on, you are watching My Darkest Hour. And uh, my guest tonight is a, a really good friend. I'm excited to have her on the show. I uh, wish I would have had her on before, but the schedule is so packed. I just had a chance to sneak her in now, so let's get her on the show. I'm talking about Van Dorian Frigorito. I hope I'm saying that right. I've, it's my third time trying to pronounce it. And, but when she comes on, she'll tell me if I'm getting it right. Because I keep trying, and as long as I keep trying, I can get a little better every time. So let's go ahead and bring her on the show. Let's uh, bring her in from the green room. The virtual green room where many crazy things can happen. So let's get <laughs> Hey, Van Dorn. Hey. Hey, Stefan. Oh, my gosh. I laugh every time someone's going to introduce me to something because they can, they just can never get it right. And that's okay. Well, what I'm is okay. it? What is it's it? It's Van Doren Figueredo. Figueredo. Okay, I'm like, putting too much of an accent on it. Figueredo. 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 So, you know, I always give people... Like, it still sounds like some type of Italian food. It sounds like something like <laughs> yeah. really creamy yeah. sauce on it. Frigorato. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Not that I haven't had dinner yet, which I haven't, but that's fine. <laughs> so how are you yeah. doing tonight? I love the introductions all the time with my name because I have to give a story after all that. Every time. My whole life I've been having to tell a story on my name. Uh, and I get it. I mean, you know, I've been doing this show so long. In the beginning, the first three seasons, people used to call me the butcher because I would just butcher <laughs> everybody's name. And I would warn them ahead of time because they'd come up to me and tell me their name. And they're like, yeah, it's like this. Just like that. Let it roll. I'm like, yeah, totally. And I would get in front of the camera and like, and people were like, who? It's like, oh, sorry. You know, and I, you can tell me right before we go live, and I will totally mess it up. I've done it with Richard, <laughs> Richard Lale before. The first time well, I was introducing him, he, he told me it's like Richard Lale Lillard. And I'm all, yeah, Richard Lale Lillard, cool. Hey, everybody, Richard Lilly is uh, you know, And everyone's like, what? And he's like, that's fine. I'll accept it. I'm like, thank you, Richard. That's a real yeah, friend of yours. Yeah, well, you know, since it. you're into since you're into music, Stefan, I've been called Van Halen, Van Dam, VD. Ever, I've heard it all. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Van Halen was a classic in high school. Yeah. Hey, there comes <laughs> Van Halen. What's up? <laughs> yeah. And it's I'd just be easier like, that way. They probably didn't want to go try to say your last name. Like, call her Van Halen. She'll just she'll accept it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So how you been? I haven't seen you in a, a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. With the Paracon, right? That was the last time. Yeah. Yeah. That was so awesome. That was so awesome, Stefan. 
cool. That was my Red first. Paracons. You know what? That was my first time ever. You, you know, it's funny because now the Paracon's over. A lot of the people that were there told me that was their first Paracon. Wow. And I'm all awesome. Wow. I mean, you have no idea how disastrous it was. But that's it. <laughs> I know. You were just, you were, I mean, you could barely stand up. But, you know, the um, outcome was pretty good. It really was. I, I, I was really excited. I all good and immediately people are asking me, when's the next one? I'm like, yep. oh boy, I better start putting this together now. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. You know, that uh, it was a, it was a great experience and I'm so glad I was a part of that. I got to learn so much. So yeah, it was much. fun, you know, and, and it was yeah. easy for me because I just had a, a roster of my friends. Right. Everybody that I knew for years on there and just like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then I, all the vendors that signed up for it, I'm like, wow, everybody wants to be part of it. So it was like a, it was like a big party for me, you know. It was I know. a lot of work. It was a lot of work, right. but it was it was so much fun. Right, right. Uh, I almost yeah. I almost made it through the whole night. Um, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Very end of the investigation. I think I was up in the balcony with the group, and I just kind of were in the dark, and I'm like kind of sitting there in the chair, and like, oh, the last thing I need to do was sit down. Like, yeah, all right, you guys, just right there, just throw some equipment. Just, I'll, I'll be over here. And I'm just like feeling myself falling asleep. Like, oh my god, I got to get up. I got to take it to the counterpoint. What are we doing? What's happening here? But I, I was, it was just, it was so much fun though. Everybody had a it good was. time. It was. You know, for my for being my first time, Stefan. Honestly, I thought it was going to be scary. I thought it was scary, but it was like having a party. It was like having a party. So Yeah. Yeah. And there was ghosts there. And the ghosts yep. are like, cool. These people are all here about us this time, you know, because no one's ever, we've never had a Paracon there. Or we haven't no, had a Paracon in Ventura since like the, the 90s, I believe, with my friend Don Shine. Really? Really? He passed away. Nobody ever did it. Wow. And for years, for at least four or five years, I keep hearing people that I run into saying, hey, I heard you're putting on a Paracon. I'm like, really? Yeah. Who said that? I'm like, oh, some guy at the city. And Richard Senate, I think he was saying you're putting on a Paracon. I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, maybe. It's not a bad idea. You know, so four years later, I finally put one together. and said, it's time. I got to do something. No one's doing Paracons right now. We need to get wow. back into here and having some fun. And there it was. And now everyone is doing a Paracon again. So it's like, all right. Well, that, that's awesome. Hey, it's a very educational event yeah I I, that's so. i hope so and that's why i try to do a, a variety of mm -hmm. speakers and vendors just yep. so everybody gets a chance to see something different you know right. because it's all part of it you know for one of the things about me is when i got into the paranormal um well i grew up with with some abilities you know like i have the sight i could see things and experience things and that's all good but when i got into the paranormal i wanted to hardcore science gotta have hard evidence wow. you know, to prove the world you know that whole deal and uh, i just kind of went in that direction science 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 but i grew up all metaphysics and stuff and spirituality wow. and then of course when you get into the paranormal field in the 90s and stuff everyone's like well it's either one or the other you can't like pick a side you know because one's like hard evidence one's speculative and i'm like well no why can't they coexist i mean it's just like the the paranormal science isn't that the mathematics of what's happening but with the metaphysics and the spirituality that's the cause i mean don't they right. kind of coexist together so why wouldn't they do that so, exactly I, that's how i got into it and i just i just approach it with open mind on both ends because they're, i'm experiencing both things at the same time yep exactly and and that's what existing does is that your gifts they just open up like some simultaneously you know they just start all together and you're like okay well what am i am i a medium wait wait am i psychic wait wait and and then you start like oh my god what am i and then when you just i found just learning from the paranormal that if you just be yourself that's the key just be yourself exactly you know don't try to pick something to be let yourself be whatever it is mm -hmm. You know, whether yeah. it's psychic abilities, medium abilities, you're doing uh, trans stuff. I mean, whatever. 
you know, let your body, let your spirit experience what's happening in the environment. If you want to document yep. it with your digital camera or you want to test it with some meter, sure. Yeah. So go ahead, you know, and that's what I always did as a paranormal investigator. And I used to have my abilities. I never really talked about it. I just kind of put that in my back pocket. So it yeah. helped me find out like, oh, there's a spirit over here. Then you grab my meters. Let's go play with this guy. You know, be like, well, how did you figure that out so much? I'm like, oh, I just felt like there was something over here because that's what it was like growing up. I would, you feel you walk into an environment and you can feel there's an, another energy source over here. So, okay, what's right. that? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a person. Hey, who are you? What are you doing here? You know, and it just always worked out that way. And, and here I am talking to you on the show. I know. And, and you know what, you know what, Stefan, ever since I've like done investigations, even with you, I have learned so much that because I had a lot of fear, you know, being programmed that paranormal was evil and dark and horrible thing. I don't see it like that. It's not even close to, to, for me to believe that because I got to see things even working with you that I've never seen before. Like, Whoa, wow. This is amazing that it took me to a, a state of like euphoric. Like I was buzzing for days, you know, just experiencing the things that I seen on investigations with you and your team. I, I was like in a high. I'm not kidding you. I was in a high. And because I'm a highly sensitive, you know, um, intuitive medium, I, I'm a feeler, you know, like a conduit. It just like, it's like being high. It's crazy. It's crazy. Pretty much. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling people before they get in there, you know, make sure you have your water with you. If you have like a yep. snack bar, you need to take a break. Do that because we're walking into a highly charged area that's yep been heightened and that's why there's ghosts there because they like that environment and they're feeding off it we put ourselves in there and we're water beings we're made out of water and all the electricity is affecting our body so as the more time we're in there the more we're getting worn out the more we're experiencing stuff and we're floaty and stuff and that's why i'm saying you know during that investigation i was like wearing out and i had to pick myself up and continue it and it takes a while to recover from that because you've given so much of yourself to that environment to that area to get that the results from that and i think it, it works right. out every time and i honestly believe anybody should experience this you know and and try out the paranormal and and just move forward if it if it's something that intrigues you do it go for it and you're going to learn that even your own gifts start expanding right it, it's just you just start opening up even more yeah exactly the expansion of, of what we're receiving and we're also sending out you know we're, we're becoming part of the environment for that time so it's it's mm -hmm. important cool hey oh remember yeah that time, remember that time we were filming ghost adventures and i didn't tell you we were filming that night <laughs> man stefan you don't even know how i felt you know you're like you're like, you messaged me, hey, you know, we're doing an investigation. Would you, you know, will you come? I wasn't doing anything that day. That's so what's so ironic about it. I was, I'm always busy, but that day I wasn't doing anything. And you said, come on down. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing anything. Sure, why not? So I'm, you know, I'm going with you and you're all quiet and we get there. And then I'm like, wait, what is this? Why are there bands? What's going on right here? I had no idea what was happening. But like, that was so much fun. That was hilarious. I'm like, surprise. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm like, how did this happen? You know, but it was so incredible. It was an amazing, amazing experience. I'll never forget it. It's a lifetime uh, experience that, you know, it really was touching. It really was. That was a good place. Yeah, it was. It was uh, the mansion, the yes. Montecino mansion. Mm -hmm. Montecino Mystery House. Yeah, For those of you who want to check out what we're talking about, you can go to Ghost Adventures Season 25, Episode 7. And we filmed in Montecito. It was called the Montecito Mystery House. Mystery uh, House. Exactly. I don't know why they call it a mystery house because it was pretty much straightforward when we were there. And we, went, we were there uh, about a week earlier. Just to check it out because that's what we do. Ghost Winner says, Hey, California, we need a team to go call 
Pacific Coast Paranormal, send them over there, and that's what we do. And uh, we got to go there and check it out. It was a beautiful mansion that I had no mm -hmm. idea that was right there. And uh, just the experience there, the, the, the ballroom, uh, the, the celebrities used to live there and stuff. It was just amazing. It's one, one of those places you get there and you get caught up in the environment. And you did, you did so, such a good job. Uh, so I, I definitely <laughs> needed to bring you back to that and let them know because that was such no, a blast. Yeah, that was that was a that was something that you know you want to talk about and tell you know like hey I I did this or I seen this or I felt this or oh my God this was happening in there I mean there was so much going on that I think we were it was such a great team you know coming together to something like that yeah yeah amazing we we're the first team to ever be in there so that was a really really big thing for us you know very special. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. let's, let's talk a little bit about the beginning, <laughs> where it all started. Wow. You know, you're growing up and you're psychic and you have your abilities. You know, when did you first discover you have these abilities? You know, I have to say that I'm sure as a child, young child, but I can remember a specific age when I was 10 years old. Um, you know, I was in choir in elementary and we had to go sing at a, a senior uh, convalescent hospital or senior citizen facility. And we sang chorus. And I remember the choir teacher said, you know, hey, um, you guys can all dress up. I, it must have been October because she said, I'd like you guys to dress up in your favorite costume. You know, I wanted to be a gypsy. I wanted to be a fortune teller. And my mom she sewed by hand a, a, a gypsy outfit. You know, I got my wow. dress, my dress. I mean, I was only 10 years old and I have a picture of that. It's a little blurry. I got to get it restored, but I'll never forget. I even posed in the living room as a gypsy. And it was, I felt so cool because I felt having this costume, it gave me power, a voice. It gave me a, a way that I can speak with what I seen, what I heard, you know, these visions. So I was 10 years old. And of course I was in choir, but things just started expanding from that point, you know, from 10 years old um, events um, as a child, then, you know, I come from a, a Christian background. My dad was a minister. So, you know, my mom, oh, wow. my mom being a Catholic, my dad, a Christian, then, she, you know, they just, um, they started off in a Pentecostal church. Wow. That's so random. <laughs> totally. Christian and a Catholic you know, doing a Pentecostal yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Wow. So, you Why know, not, of course right? my mom, my mom converted from Catholic to Christian or, you know, it was all about religion back then. And I'm talking about back in the sixties, this was a long, long time ago. Oh, so, wow. So, so back then, you know, they just, um, they, they come from two different countries. My mom from Mexico, my dad from Cuba. So they just met up, got connected. And here, here I am, here I am today. But since I was little, I can remember, um, sharing things i couldn't see things but i could i remember voicing things out and i probably was you know hey don't talk about those things don't say those things now so i'm sure they turned it off you know it got shut down you know so um at that point growing older i kept wearing this gypsy costume every halloween till i was 30 years old <laughs> you know <laughs> because it just helped me voice, help me speak, help me tell people things. And back 30 years ago, it was taboo. You don't talk about psychic stuff. You don't talk, you know, this was back in my times growing up. You know, um, you just don't speak about anything that has to do with psychic stuff or it's mm -hmm. evil. It was just, you know, all told to me different ways. And I just, uh, kept moving forward. I said, Nope, I know there's something more and I've got to keep going. So I kept wearing my gypsy costume and I would tell people things, you know, when you are opening up to these abilities and gifts, I was searching for teachers. I wanted to know why am I hearing this? Why am I feeling this? Why do I say these things? 
And I couldn't find the right teachers to teach me. You know, I'd go to class and it just didn't feel right. I wouldn't go to a meditation class because I needed more. I, I was hungry. My soul was hungry. I needed to know what was going on. My parents can tell me, you know, they're into the, the religion. They're into the, you know, just what they were believing in, which is fine. I started then understanding that I was connecting to my higher consciousness, you know, myself, my soul, my spirit. So here comes the cards. They start coming to play and they're the tarot cards. Once again, oh, you know, you shouldn't be doing these things. You know, the tarot cards are evil. This is bad. But I kept doing it. So I'd go behind my parents' back and I'd go see a psychic. And I'd be like, okay, can you tell me some things I need to know? And she would tell me. She said, this is going to happen and this. And I'm like, okay, I got to go back to her in another month. So, you know, she would tell me, you're going to start reading cards. And I, I started laughing at her because I was going through a divorce at the time. I said, that's not what I want to hear. And she's like, you're going to you're going to start reading cards. Well, you know, Stefan, I started reading cards, but I didn't take a class for it. I just started putting cards together, playing with them. And they started making a story because it all came to me in a dream. How many decks I need to use, the layout, it all came in a dream. So my teachers come to me in dreams. That's I can't. That's the only way I can explain that. So I've been reading for twenty five years. That's awesome. When you were a kid, and like you said, your parents one was Catholic and one was Christian. Um, were they telling you that there's there's no ghosts or anything that you should no be no 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 no. However, I have a grand great grandmother. Uh, my dad's grandmother, she was a healer in Cuba and she would, um, she would deliver babies at home back in the, I don't know, 50s, 60s. And she was a curandera. <clears throat> well, they didn't tell me that till I was 30, that she did all that. I didn't realize that my grandmother's gift came, was a part of what I was doing today. Cause that's what she would do. Um, and that's, I on your dad's side? that's on my dad's side. Yeah. So she was a curandera. She would heal people. People would come and see her in Cuba. And um, she was just, uh, people would come to her. They would take her places. And she was just all over town. People knew who she was. So she or she had herbs and she was healing people, you know, from their sicknesses. And she did the works. I only met her one time for one hour. That's it my great great my great grandmother and uh last year she's come to me in dreams and she's told me things and she says you know she releases the shackles that you know of, of not being able to move forward she says you got to go girl you know she speaks to me in spanish and i love when my family from the other side comes and they talk to me but it's only in dreams only in dreams but that's awesome. That's when you're the most open, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You get the most full messages and you get to see them and spend some time yeah. with them. Like, like I told people lots of times, uh, my mom comes to me in my dreams and she's holding my hand. And when I wake up, mm -hmm. my hand's hanging off the bed and it's freezing cold. Like, yeah. Freezing cold. Yeah. So, so, you know, as far as ghosts, I started to experience these things um, several years ago. I had, I had purchased a home, um, several years ago and it was a 1905 uh home and there were things that things would happen in there the tv would turn on there were, were voices there was one time i walked in the kitchen and i had these hanging cups um in the kitchen counter and they were swinging they were literally swinging no air conditioning no windows were open and they were literally swinging well, it was about that time that my mom was getting ready to pass and another someone's loved one came to let me know it's time for your mom to go. So there I go traveling to Vegas, you know, and and um, stopped and put gas. And there was a black crow on pump number two. And at two o'clock, my mom died. She passed. So wow. the crow was a sign letting me know what time she was going to you know, be passing all these synchronicities, these things come 
to play and I just try to catch all these signs at the right time. It's just at the right time. Yeah. You just kind of tune into it and things are just connecting with you. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, people always ask about that. You know, how do I, how do I start with that? It's like, well, what do you mean? You've already started. You know, <laughs> exactly. Picking up those messages, picking up those vibrations and experiencing Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's like, there's no start. It just happens. And then you kind of tune into it and you start realizing it's happening all the time around. You're like, whoa. Yeah. This is a coincidence. This is reality. It's like, absolutely. It is. And, and you know, it's that vibration. It starts to open up and your awareness and you're just so clear. Your mind is clear. And then you start picking up, you know, as it like a conduit, you know, uh, start picking up on these ghosts, these beings. I can't see them. I can't see them, Stefan, but I feel them and I hear them. So their voice is very loud and clear. And they talk. They talk to me on this year. And then when Not I see the things, when I see visions, a window pops up on this side of my, and I look up and I try to capture as much as I can. It's like a film. I have to capture yeah. the words and the message, but I always catch it on this ear, that sign. That's interesting. I wonder why not the other one. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. I can't, I have to, I get everything on this side and this ear. Uh, I can't explain that one. Maybe you can figure that one out for me and help me. Yes, I'll work on it right away. Well, I was just thinking about like when you said on my right ear, when um, I'm coming into a room and there's a spirit there, I feel that pressure coming in on my right side as well. I feel a little bit on my left, but the main part is the right. Yeah. And people are like, well, what is it like? And I said, well, it's kind of like if I had like a a helmet on, I feel this pressure and it's like a radar helmet and it kind of tunes into where the mass of the energy is coming from that I'm affecting it. It just kind of draws me that direction. Yep. You know, so it's, it's like my head just turns like that. Like right. radar. It's like, okay, we're going yes. this way. Okay. Yep. And then, like you said, when they try to interact with you, they make that uh, electric connection with your, with yep. you and also you're seeing stuff. And I tell mm-hmm. them that. It's like watching a, a, a quick, like a couple of seconds of a movie. Something's happening. I'm seeing yeah. some guy dressed really weird and you know, he's trying to, he's pointing at something. I don't know what the hell he's pointing at. I don't know what that thing is, but, you know, he's saying this or that. And it's real quick. And you get these quick glimpses of it. So you got to yep. kind of be on top of it. You so, know, so, so, you know, uh, you know, Stefan, the, the energy that I, that like what you're talking about, you get drawn to that side or this side or f- move forward. Yeah. It's almost like you're being told as a robot, go here, go there. But you're hearing, you need to tune into that direction. I see the energy. You know how I see the energy when you're at the end of the street and you're far, far away and, you know, you're looking at the other side of the street and then there's heat waves. Like, you, know, have you ever experienced that? Have you ever seen that when you're at this, like a road straight ahead and you're just looking at the end and there's a, there's a energy from the road. Have you ever seen like that? A, like a mirage? It's like wavy. It's like wavy. Yeah, it's like, like when you're road. driving on a desert highway and I'm yes. in the distance. Yes. You see there's like water on the road and yes. there's not water on the road. It's called mm-hmm. a mirage. Yeah. Okay. So the mirage, yes. that's what I see. That's what I tune into because that's how the energy comes to me. So when I'm when that mirage is ready to open, that's how it comes to me right here on the right. Cool. And then and I you're just, just trying to tune in right at that point. Yep. And it's seconds. It's not 10 minutes. It's not five. It, you, it's two, three, five seconds. And you got to get yep, the message quick. quick. You got to get the message yeah. quick. And it's true because then the spirits be like, I can't do it again. You got to give me a little while to recharge. God, yep. told you twice now. <laughs> I almost yeah. got it. Do it again. Yeah. Right. So there what? was this other time um, a, a friend of mine passed. And um, a few days after that, you know, I was in the shower and my towel was hung behind the door and and my friend came to visit and pulled the towel down. There was no reason my towel that was hanging really well could just fall and slip. So I've gotten to see stuff like that. It's it wasn't scary to me at all because I knew it was my friend visiting, saying, good, you know, saying hello, I'm here still. You know, so I've seen things like that. I've seen 
scary things where another person, there was like a thousand flies in the kitchen and I could not understand that. And all I can remember was Amityville horror movie. <laughs> and one of my favorite comedies. <laughs> and that's all I can think of. Like, why are these flies and where do they come in? And it was in the kitchen. There's no reason. And it's because this person's energy. I don't know if it was just that person, but there was no reason why there was at least 200 flies in the kitchen for, I don't know how they got there. And it was, I, I can't explain that, you know, but I've yeah. seen stuff like that. Odd stuff. That's kind of weird. Flies are a weird thing, you know, could you get one fly or two flies? Sure. Three flies, four flies, like, eh, okay, what's going on here? And then if it's more than that, you're like, what the hell? There, there's yeah. not something dead in this room that it doesn't make any sense. Where are they coming from? Yeah, that, that was rather frightening. That was the only scary thing for me is when I seen a, a, about at least 200 flies in the kitchen and the person was standing right there and they didn't look well. It was like a, a year later, they passed away, you know, so they just had some dark energy around them, you know, but stuff like that happens, you know, where you see things. Yes, absolutely. I've had that experience at the theater. I've investigated the, the projector room like a million times. And one time we were doing a live feed for Instagram and there was like 20, 30 flies in this one room. I've never seen a fly in there before. Yeah. It was strange. It was, it was one of those dark nights where the vibe was pretty dark. Yep. Yeah. It happens. It's not always it those sunshine mm -hmm. and rainbows. Sometimes uh, mm -hmm. little gray tones. Mm -hmm. You know, another investigation that, that, that we that I got to wow that I got I'll never forget this this was my first experience with you your team um with the team is to when that EVP flew out of Mike's hand and it flew across and it hit the the wall on the other side across the wall mm -hmm. and it just came out of his hand and it just flew across the wall and it was like wow how did that happen? And, you know, stuff like that happens, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it goes from want to play with your stupid electrical stuff. Yeah. Because we're coming at it with this, with, with it in their face. and like, hey, are you here? Light this up. Tell me your <laughs> name. How long you been here? It's like, dude, get that out of my face. Like, you're like the ninth guy coming here and I ask me the same stupid question. <laughs> You know, and I totally get it. That's why I go in there trying to be different and trying to have fun with them. You know, I don't try to make it about me trying to get their name. I say, dude, what's your favorite music? I'm going to play it right now for you. You, know, that kind of <laughs> you do. And I'm not going to ask them their name. It's like, dude, did you like ice cream? What's your favorite ice cream? I'll go get some ice cream right now. You know, that kind of stuff. And make it about <laughs> having have fun. It works better for me. You do you you it's fun doing investigations with you because you just you, you just make it fun. It, it's funny, you know. You come up with the stuff. It's like where'd you come up with that? <laughs> Why'd you say that? Yeah, it's my natural born insanity. It's a new feature that I, I have. <laughs> but they listen to you. They listen to you. They do. And they light up. They light up. They light up your equipment. That's what's crazy. Yeah, because it's different. They're like, oh, okay. We could have fun with this guy because he's not the same old jerk that comes in here every night doing the same thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. important. You know? And they do that. I mean, they're doing their thing there all the time. So when somebody comes through that can uh, experience them properly, then they're all about it. You know, I did an investigation there a couple of weeks ago before a show. Just giving some friends a quick ghost tour, you know, and we're, we're doing some stuff and, um, I had to use the restroom, so that's my wife in charge, and they were doing a spirit box session. And as soon as I left, the spirit box, they just kept saying my name over and over again, asking <laughs> where I was going. My wife was like, oh, my God, they're all asking for you. You know, they, they miss you. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. But it's true. I'm, I'm in there, and I'm experiencing them, and I'm having a good time with them. So I'm the yeah. person that they identify with the most. So right. You know, I, I learned from from you, from the team, from just investigations that <clears throat> this is, it's not nothing negative. It's not scary. It's, it's actually challenging and it's actually uh, uh, a fun, a great experience. I'm sure some people have negative things happen to them. It hasn't happened. Um, I haven't seen that, but 
Um, I'm sure it does happen, but I think it's a great opportunity to understand, even as a medium, how being a conduit, we can hear them, feel them, know what they're doing, you know, when they're walking around, when they're just, just um, lighting up the equipment. That's what's so fascinating about doing investigations and putting the stories together. Yeah, just getting all those bits and pieces, especially mm -hmm. in the spirit boxes, and they're saying, hey, you know, did this, or this guy did this, or we're over here doing that, and just, uh, it was always weird at first when they don't like you and they try to get used to you and they start threatening you and calling, calling you names. I got a lot of that from the beginning of some of these, these spirits. And as uh, time goes on, you know, you just keep working on that relationship and it pays off for a while. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. you're all right. You know, uh, I've gone to so many places that were in, and I do a lot of violent cases and stuff. So I'm really putting myself in that environment and they don't like the sense of humor as much. You know, they're just like, oh, my God, you're just a jerk. Go away. And I'm like, no, let's play. Hey, you never played, you know, tic-tac-toe or something? What's your favorite game? And I'm like, you're like, dude. And I was, I think it was with Patty. We're, we're a pretty bad location. There's these three spirits. And one of them was really nasty. And she starts cracking up. I'm like, what? She's like, they think you're so funny. Like, two of them are laughing so hard at everything you're saying. And this one guy is just puffing up and getting all huffy and puffy so mad. And oh, that guy can't party with us. He's got to go. But the other two, you totally hang out. You know, and she was just, it happens all the time. They don't want to have fun. They just want to be sour Like, Why? You have nothing but time on your side. You might as well take a break right. and enjoy yourself. Right. You know? Right. And then how about, how about when they think that we're the ghost? Oh, that's always good. Because then I start questioning myself, well, wait a minute, am I? Well, I'm here all the time. Am mm -hmm. I, I dead or something? And I keep my days like the same thing every day. What's going on? But yeah, it's, it's maybe to a lot of them we are. You know, there's things on the other side that weren't from this world. They weren't mm -hmm. human. They don't understand mm -hmm. what it's like to be human. So they come through and all of a sudden they're in this world and we're doing these weird things and putting little flashlights at them saying, light this up. And they're like, what the right. hell? Right. What is this guy? You yeah. know, why, why do I want to light it up for? So, but it takes just that, that learning and understanding to, to get through it. And that's what it's all about, building that relationship. Right. Even with the spirits. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, it makes sense a lot as being a medium. It makes a lot more sense working in the paranormal and doing the investigations because you understand your own ability and it just expands more and you understand how you are helping the spirit on the other side be free. You're understanding that they can communicate um, in an environment that's not healthy or not good because you as the conduit, you're just, um, you're that, you're that beaming light that they, the source, you know, they're coming at you, but you got to be strong enough to, take that what you're receiving because it, it it it'll drain you or the battery or the battery yep and when they don't have other sources to drain from guess what they're going to start draining your energy i've experienced that mm -hmm. i've experienced some really dark things in the past you know and mm -hmm. one of the things was uh an entity that uh, a friend of mine who was a very very powerful witch um she felt bad for this thing and brought it over to her side and housed it in this room. And it was really, really negative, dark being. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine, we were doing the, the harvest festival, the celebration of the spirits mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we were doing all that. And my friend Darren, uh, who was practicing the craft and he was like a crystal witch, uh, he wanted to go in there and have a conversation with this dark being. So I was like, okay, be very careful. Uh, half hour later, we're all looking for him. We're like, what the hell is going on? So we go in there and he's passed out on the floor, like the whitest color I've ever seen a person be. Wow. He was really like, like paper white. Wow. Uh, and he was just pouring sweat. And I'm like, oh, dude, what the hell? So we dragged him out of the room. 
she wouldn't start doing this binding ritual thing. And I thought I was all hardcore. And this is back when they had those incense. There were those giant ponds. The Buddhist temples and stuff. So I'm burning it and I'm going to corner to corner to start this, this binding spell. And when I got to the second corner, I looked down at my incense, which is huge. It's out. It put it out. It's like, wow. That? That's wow. Strong. Yeah. And it was trying to drain Darren's energy because it was feeding off him. And it was tricking Darren by saying, oh, telling him different things about, you know, how things work in the world and blah, blah, blah. And this is an old story. And people go through this kind of stuff all the time. You read about it in books. And stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought he was my friend. And then reality, it's like, yeah, dude, you got to be careful who you're talking to. You. She mm-hmm. rescued it from a dark place. Mm-hmm. This thing is coming from a dark level. That's all it knows. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know how to be your friend. It's not full of sunshine. So cautiously. Right. So that's right. your lesson tonight, everybody out there, when you're practicing or you're going out and doing criminal investigation. You don't know what you're dealing with. So be very careful. And that's what it's all about, going back and doing a preliminary trying to figure out what you're working with so you can bring in the proper tools. Because if you go in there and it's a surprise, you're trying to treat it like a human and it's not a human, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. you got to be cautious of what you're doing. Get your game straight. That's all i got to say about that. Right on. No, and that's... <clears throat> so let's talk about you. Let's talk okay. about your website. My what? Uh, My website? website yeah where can they find you at at uh my first and last name www.vandornfigueredo.net see i made you say that because i don't want to say, mess up your last name <laughs> i'm looking at it right now i'm like we're, we're gonna go to uh, what's the name of your website again <laughs> vandornfigueredo.net yes there's lots of things on here you can book sessions with her she'll read you she'll do the cards on you Whatever you want to do, just sign up and she'll do it. Um, she's got different courses on here, of course. I have, I have a journal therapy course. Um, I have that? a studio. Oh, I have a studio up in uh, Lake Arrowhead that I opened up, and it's a very it's surrounded in nature, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful by the lake, and um, it's a place where clients love to come and um, talk about stuff you know, their gifts, their abilities, but I do it for journal therapy where people detox, they release a lot of their stuff to move forward. A lot of times we have trouble moving forward because there's stuff that we need to release, of course. So I have the studio ready and available for those that are interested in coming up to the mountain top, which is awesome. Connecting to nature, full on nature, and um, it's in Lake Arrowhead, California. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. It's beautiful. You got to come sometime. You and your I wife. Do. Yeah, we need a vacation in that area. That's yes. perfect. So, so, see, services. So, you can go to her website and click on services, and then there's the card session. Oh, yes. I have uh, tarot cards. Um, of course, everybody loves tarot card that's an awesome uh session to hear your story get validation sometimes we have trouble moving forward like i said and the cards will tell you your story and always remember you have the answer yourself you just um, have tools that will help you move forward and doing sessions that i that i do um we get you pushed forward so um we we talk a lot about Everything, you know, your gifts, your abilities, uh, your encounters. And um, it's it's a beautiful place to be a safe space. That's awesome. Do you have your um, mediumship sessions? I have my mediumship sessions, connect with your loved ones. And uh, it's a beautiful place to be have closure you know i that's one thing i did start is i started to use uh, my rem pod on my sessions and i put it way far away and it lights up sometimes it lights up sometimes it won't light up but i'll tell you it it works when someone wants to connect with their loved ones 
my REM pod lights up and it's awesome. They're like, what's that? Why is it lighting up? And it's like, well, your loved one's here. <laughs> and they're like, then it makes them a believer. It makes them a believer because I didn't touch it. It's way over there. I didn't touch it. You know, it's funny when we talk to people and uh, they always want to make contact with a spirit or, or somebody and they start they start doing their session and they're concentrating, concentrating, and then something happens and it blows them away. Mm -hmm. Like what? How, how? It's like you just called to your family member, your loved yeah. one, and, and mm -hmm. they came. To you. Really? It's like yeah. that's all it is. That's all Once it you is. Call them, it, they get the they get that signal. The bat signal shines, and I got oh, I gotta go. I'll be back. We'll have a little play yeah. breeze later or whatever. And they they come to you and say, hey, what's going on? especially around holidays you're surrounded by all your loved ones mm -hmm. all the time but in holidays it's crazy especially at my house so many so many spirits here it's in, just mm -hmm. it's out of control all the oh, footsteps yeah. the stores being and you know the disembodied smells and stuff uh like i told you before uh, i think i told you this before that uh, listeners you guys have heard the story before when i met my father-in-law for the first time i was in the bathroom and he shows up and I'm just trying to take care of business and all of a sudden I just get this and smell of diesel fuel and he would, he would work on his truck all the time. So mm -hmm. I'm like sitting there going, really? <laughs> right now? <laughs> you know, but it's just one of those things that happens, mm -hmm. you know, but you yeah. want to check it on me and I was in the bathroom, you know, doing my thing. They don't know and time. I, yeah. And then I, I remember, I think it might have been that night. I mean, wasn't that long after that that I had a dream and he just kind of was in my dream and they do that a lot. I had a, I had these, when they want to tell me these messages, I guess I don't know what I'm doing in my dream. So I'm just doing random things. And I was at a ranch and there was a bunch of dirt and I had to like squares, squares cut out of the dirt. It was like three or four. And in front of the dirt were, uh, it looked like, pieces of dirt with grass like sod mm -hmm. and I had to grab these big pieces and kind of pull them back into these empty squares these big empty cutouts of the, of the ground and I was doing one and all of a sudden my my stepfather kind of just leans out of nowhere into frame and he's like right here looking at me and he goes let me help you with that and then he helps me like work on this ranch thing it was the weirdest thing but it was just <laughs> oh like, my god my my stepfather who I've never really met before is just yeah. popped into my dream about me yeah. and my stuff. But it's cool. It's a connection, you know. They're, they're right. We're thinking about them. They're thinking about us. And he's seeing me struggle in my weird little dream. He's like, yeah, yeah. I got this. It's yeah, like, cool. Yeah, my grandmother came to me uh, last uh, like a week ago, and she had this bowl, and it looked like popcorn. And and I'm like, well, why does she have popcorn? And um, I looked in the bowl, and they were uh, coins wrapped up in wrapping tissue paper. And she handed me the bowl. She didn't say a word. She handed me the bowl. And I gave her a hug, and I was holding the bowl. I don't know what it meant, but it was like my grandmother just was handing me some coins. And I thought, all right, I'll take that abundance. <laughs> why not? Absolutely. Why not? You know? Why not? So they, they have a way to communicate. So a lot of times, even, you know, I mean, yeah, is it paranormal? Well, they come to us in dreams. They 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 show up in our homes. And so that's paranormal. They're not scary. Well, kind of. But I don't think the term paranormal really Fits is a good in. term for anymore because it's normal. It's normal. We need to stop calling it paranormal. You know, it's normal. Like 30 years ago, people would have said, wow, Wi-Fi, how the hell is it you going to do that? That doesn't even make any sense. But now everything's Wi-Fi. So it's not everything. like a paranormal thing. It's something that's part of everyday realization. Yes. You know? And it's not like ghosts are paranormal because people were talking about ghosts since the beginning of time. Even on cave drawings, petroglyphs. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. It's just right. part of it's always existed and ignore it all you want but it's it's there and it's real this is part of our life we do that we live we die mm -hmm. sometimes we keep living and dying over and over again until we get it right whatever it is you know but it's not paranormal it's just normal 
So, so that just reminds me, it brings me back when I did hospice, um, Stefan, mm -hmm. and, um, I was volunteering my time because, you know, with these gifts, you got to do something with it. It's like going to the gym. You got to practice, you know, you got to practice and work them. So yeah. I, I volunteered my time in doing uh, as a hospice advocate and I would get called on emergency mm -hmm. to go see clients. I mean, patients that were getting ready to die, you know, and that was like an enlightening enlightenment for me because their spirit would talk to my soul and they would tell me things about my life. And these were people that were getting ready to die. And I'm like, how does, how do they know this about me? Why are they talking? Mm -hmm. You know, it opened up my mediumship doing hospice opened up my mediumship. It was, they were crossing over. So they were telling me in spirit what I needed to handle in my life. And it was like, wow. Okay. So um, there, there was this one uh, patient who, he was in a coma. And um, I remember his wife did not want to be in the room because she didn't want to see him pass. And they had called me over and I was holding his hand and he was talking to me. That's where I understood that he, his soul was talking to me and we were conversing. I was closing my eyes and he was telling me things, his wishes. So I had to remind his wife, you know, the things that he wanted to be, that he wanted done before he died. So we got him baptized. His, her, 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 her husband, her brother was a, a minister. We did the service. We called him up. He was in St. Louis, put the phone to his ear. His eyes were twitching and he was in a coma. And he was listening to the service and he wanted music to play. He wanted his wife to play music. And we played some Barbara Streisand. I remember. Awesome. That. And, and she, and a few hours later, I was so exhausted because he was communicating with me. And I was so tired. He was just zapping me out. And then he died a few hours later. You know, we filled his wishes before he died. It was amazing. What Barbara Streisand song was it? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't okay. remember. But I, I do say, remember. Don't, say, don't huh? say it's the, the way we were, because that'd be super sad. Like, oh, my God. It's the way we were. I can't feel but like she, that anymore. But she played that song, that music loud, because she knew he loved music. He loved uh -huh. music. And, you know, he, he, he went in peace. He went in peace. And that's when I knew... Wow, if I can connect to a soul like this by holding this hand, I can def there's something going on here. I need to know more. So That's hospice awesome. hospice taught me about the death and dying. So I'm you know, death is nothing to me. It's like it's 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 like a birthing, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Death is, death is a it's beautiful, a beautiful transition. It's a people always transition. People are always afraid of dying and stuff because mm -hmm. they're not sure they're insecure right. with themselves. It's like dying's a great thing. It's a beautiful thing, you know. It's just like birth. Yeah. Kind of the same thing in reverse, but right. You know. So we, so we, imagine imagine all those souls that are now roaming around as ghosts, right? What are they looking for? What do they need? What do they want? Why why? Okay, so that's kind of a misconception. A lot of people think the spirits are hanging out because they're they have unfinished business, whatever. But a lot of them don't. They there's no boundary. They don't have to stay there. They don't, you know, they can just come back and visit. And especially at my place, you know, I, I realize that a lot of those spirits are there because they like to be there. But some of the ones are just passing through, visiting, having a party and stuff. You know, they're not bound there. They don't have unfinished business. They've crossed over. They can go to heaven or Nirvana or Xanadu, whatever they want to call it, uh, and be in that environment and still come home and visit. You know, as long as they don't have to recycle and come back and be reborn again and do the whole lessons of life thing again until they right. get it straight. You right. know, once they reach that, they just found they, it's unbounding. And it's all about that connection of the spirit. You're not always going to go back and visit your loved ones. You always want to see them for the holidays and the birthdays and special events, you know, because they, they, they love that. They love that connection with, with their family. 
And right. you never leave that. Even though you're in the room and your mom might be standing or sitting right next to you. And, right. you know, sometimes you can feel the energy or you smell her. Yep. And you know she's there. Even though you can't see her physically with your eyes because the filters and stuff, they're there. And all you got to do is say, hey, I'm thinking about you. And they're right there like, hey, what's up? What do you got going on there? You know, that they're always with you. It's not, or, or, it's not or, or how about Stefan when they're they're visiting, they're visiting you, and then they go visit a cousin, and then your cousin's calling you up and saying, Hey, I just thought about mom, you know, just yesterday. And it's like, What? She just was here at my house yesterday, you know? Yeah. I mean, just that's how fast they travel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's faster than a bullet. They just think about it, and all of a sudden the whole environment changes and they're there. Yeah. It's, it's scary. I know people that are alive that can do that. That's what's really scary. Yeah. Out of, out of body experiences and stuff, they just like go into medication, they get out of their body, and all of a sudden they're walking around your apartment or whatever, and they call you and tell you what's going on in your bathroom. Yeah, I saw your green towels, man. You got to get rid of those. They're kind of worn out. Like, what? How do you see that? that that's an amazing like, gift, yeah. isn't it? That's such an amazing gift. There's so much out there, Stefan, that. It's just so much, and it, there's so much, I see it as beauty, but it's so much to learn from that people need to open up more and and, and share it. you got to voice it out. We, we need to hear about it. I want to know, at least. Yeah, and it never ends. You know, like I always say, when, every time we learn something new, it just makes us ask more questions. Like a lot of people come up to me and they're like, oh, you know, my friend took a picture of this ghost. Do you want me to send it to you? I'm all, it's cool. Just you can just have them tell me about it or whatever, you know? Oh, but this place is haunted. You got to go check it out. You know, don't you want to go check it out? It's like, well, what's going on? It's like, oh, we think it's his grandma or whatever. I'm like, that's good. Tell grandma I said, I, I don't need to go check it out. Because people are thinking, oh, you're looking for proof of life after death, right? It's like, no, not anymore. I did that 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, I want to know sometimes why uh, spirits show themselves the way they die. They don't have to. Why do they? Why did I see a ghost of my friend's mom and she's still in her hospital gown? Why is her hair short still because of the chemo? Why is she wearing glasses? Spirits don't need to wear glasses. Those were my questions. And then I got the answers to those questions one day. I'm like, oh, it's a thought image projected image of how they remember themselves or what they think they look like at the time i remember we were doing stuff with uh the david omen house and we were communicating a lot with sharon kate mm -hmm. and then one day sharon kept talking about um she used to talk about her career things that were happening for her and she was like on and she was she was going to be the biggest star of the 60s and 70s i'm sure at that time you know and uh, she's talking about that, saying, I had big plans. I was doing this, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was it's sad. You know, talk, she was talking about Roman Polanski and stuff. But then I think it was the seventh time we went back, She her whole thing changed. She says, I'm okay. I'm okay now. I'm beautiful again. Mm -hmm. I'm beautiful again. Mm -hmm. Or what does she mean? She's always beautiful. But she still saw herself as one of the victims from the right. Manson family. Right. So she was like always showing herself uh, in a white dress and bloody and blah, 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 you know. And then one day she she projectively healed herself from all of that, let all that negative energy go and moved on. And then she realized, wow, I'm beautiful again. I'm me again. Mm -hmm. And that's what she kept talking about. I'm like, okay. So they show themselves this way. And then when they're okay, they show themselves how they felt. And I've, I've studied that at the Levis Adobe out here, where Teodora Olivas, she died when she was in her 80s. But when people see her as a ghost, she's about 30 years old and just mm -hmm. beautiful. And these mm -hmm. black, long black Victorian dress. Mm -hmm. totally, totally cool. And they're like, how come she looks so young? It's like, because that's how she remembers the, the yeah. best time of her life. And that's how she shows herself. You, when you I know, show myself, I'll be 25 again. It'd be great. You know what, Stefan, as a medium, and when you go under, well, this is what happens to me, but when I, when someone wants to connect, they come to me and they give me their last memories. For example, 
someone yeah. has a heart attack, my chest will start hurting. And I'm like, my, wow. my chest hurts, you know, what's going on or my throat, you know, this is, you know, did they have a heart attack? And, and they're trying to connect. So they're giving me their past memories. They're showing me their awesome classic car and they're show, they're telling me these, awesome. you know, yeah. bits and pieces. So that window opens up, right. That I've been talking about. And that's where I'm capturing all this information that my body starts to feel their last imprints. And I start to say, okay, it, it, with the person, you know, the, the person that wants the session and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this, this mm -hmm. is going on. I'm seeing this. And they're like, yep, that's them. And I'm like, okay, I got them right here. And then the session moves forward, you know, okay, this is happening. This is what they want to know. What do you want to talk about? And, but that's how they come in. They make me feel their last, their last moments. My body feels it all. Wow. Brutal. And, and, and it, and then I have to shut it off. You know, I have to, okay, this isn't mine. The session's over, let it go. And I move on. And then I go eat a hamburger cause I'm so hungry. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. You gotta replace that energy you just gave out. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why Patty shows up and she's got a bag full of peanuts or, or uh, yeah. popcorn or something. She's like, everybody eat something salty. It's like, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, you got to recharge your your battery cell. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Van Doren, we're we're about out of time. That hour goes by super fast. Yeah, you know, and, I, and you and I can talk forever and ever. Yeah, so for sure, never a problem. So I'll have to have you back on the show again, and we'll go a little bit more detail about some other things. You know, we can always talk mm -hmm. about different subjects all the time. Mm -hmm. So it'd be mm -hmm. awesome to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Stefan. I appreciate it. I'm honored. Thanks. Absolutely. All right. Well, you have a good evening. And for those who are watching, uh, go to her, her website, uh, check out the stuff that she has to offer. Um, highly suggestive. I'm going to um, put a link in the notes so you can go to her website and find it real easy. Uh, drop her a line, ask her some questions. I'm sure she'll get back to you when she can, you know, uh, like everybody else, we're all pretty busy, but like I say all the time, you know, you want to ask me a question, send me that email. I will get back to you. It might not be right away, but I will definitely get back to you. I will answer each and every message that you send. Unless I don't like your message, then I'm just going to ignore you and just have to figure out what happened. But all right, that's going to be it for tonight's show. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, hope to do some more stuff with you in soon, uh, which I'm sure I'm going to because I have some stuff coming up that I want you to be involved in. So awesome. uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Stefan. And I will talk to you later. You have a good evening. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, you guys. That has been a great interview. Uh, I've had a really good time to get her onto the show. Uh, she's always great to work with. Good personality. And, you know, some people you just meet and you just kind of naturally bond with them. I've been working with her for a few years now. And just the more I work with her, the, the, the better the experience is. So if you guys can get a chance to like talk to her on her website or take one of her classes, you'll see that I'm talking about and you'll just gain such great knowledge, you know, and it'll, it'll enhance you not only mentally, but spiritually as well, because she helps add to that experience of bringing that fresh charge to your spirit. You know, we're recharging ourselves all the time because we keep giving, we got to keep recycling our energy. So when you take her classes, I'm sure that's going to help you do all of that. So with that being said, it's going to end this show. You've been watching My Darkest Hour. You know, then we're going to see the podcast. And if you have any comments, please go ahead. Put the, put some notes in the comments if you want to mention something or something that you thought we should cover, a subject. When I bring her back on the show, we can cover that. Go ahead, hit the subscribe button, hit the alarm button so you see all the updates. Thank you for all of you who've been tuning into the show the past few weeks. Uh, the channel is doing really good. Uh, Life Paranormal is doing really good. Paraflix is doing great. Uh, so just keep it up, you know. Join us for this ride as we move forward. And in the meantime, if you're going to go out there investigating, please remember to investigate safe. So with that being said, that's going to be the rest, the ending of the show. And that way uh, we'll be able to talk to you guys next time. If you have any evidence you want to send me to review, go ahead and send it to mydarkesthourradio at gmail.com. And like I said, I will get back to you. So with that being said, we will see you guys next time.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.